Hello and welcome to the Coffee and Books. This is the Coffee and Books podcast. I'm your host, Scott. This is where we talk about everything under the sun. Hope you guys are doing well today. Happy Sunday. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about a wonderful new book that I just finished reading. It is a true story. It is incredible. Uh, It is called Lucifer's Banker by Bradley Birkenfield. The full title is Lucifer's Banker, the untold story of how I destroyed Swiss bank secrecy by Bradley C. Birkenfield. This book came out in 2016. It's about uh, 300 pages long. Uh, It's a nice read if you are interested in knowing about the banking world. Uh, It has a lot to offer because this book in particular has a lot that details the history of whistleblowing. In particular, it talks a lot about the uh, whistleblowing scenarios that the U.S. has faced in the past 10 years or so. Um, It's pretty interesting overall. It covers the financial recession of 2008. It covers the bailouts that happened by the U.S. federal government, what the money was done with that, um, you know, like where this guy, Bradley C. Birkenfield, comes in, who he is, why he was a whistleblower. Um, it's, it's pretty entertaining overall. So let's, let's begin the story uh, when this gentleman began. Uh, basically, Bradley Birkenfield grew up in a military school, went into the military, you know, got educated, went to college, decided that, you know, like this isn't the right place, right environment for him, but he was in the Air Force when one day his officer suggested to him he might look into finance because he was really good at it. He worked in Boston. He worked for a bunch of local banks that were in the Boston area. Um, Eventually got a very lucrative deal being a private banker, basically working with um, higher funded clients, and decided to work for an overseas bank, you know, a bank that would be uh, found in places like Switzerland, Germany, UK, you know, companies like Barclays, UBS, so this gentleman, he goes to work for, uh, eventually, UBS, and he details their secrets. Uh, you know, obviously being international, he details about what it was like, why nobody's come forward before. Um, in particular, he became a Swiss citizen, and he realized that he could be prosecuted under Swiss law for revealing, you know, confidential private client information. However, the thing that was highly illegal that he was doing was that he was helping his customer base in the United States avoid paying taxes. He would frequently fly over to the United States on his high-dollar, uh, you know, like funded fundraisers, or he would go to parties with clients and networking groups and sponsorships, and he would meet private clientele from all walks of life, everyone from doctors to lawyers to politicians to celebrities, and he would gather the information, and he would take their information, they would come back to Switzerland with them and open an account with UBS and typically hide away their money so that they did not pay taxes on it. Again, highly illegal, highly unethical, and he was the only American on their board team who thought of anything about this and thought anything about this was illegal. Uh, when he was doing this, this was around the early to mid-2000s, so 9-11 had just happened, the Iraq invasion, um, you know, his sense of patriotism got to him and he decided that he wanted to come forward and basically disclose this information about the UBS to the American taxpayers. You know, he went to the Department of Justice, he went to, uh, you know, people that were involved in the story, like he went to the senators and he went to the Senate directly. It's incredible, really, how... You know, one American citizen can go and 
basically just uh, you know tell their story to the general public and then get picked up on their news media and other outlets. So to make a long story short, Bradley Birkenfield, very interesting figure, rich, wealthy, private banker who basically helped Americans avoid paying tax dollars, um, decides that he has a conscience and wants to uh, rectify the situation. The story gets rather interesting because he does go to like prison. Um, you know, he is, you know, the whistleblower, but he was guilty of aiding and assisting these people. And the Department of Justice, most famously, threw the book at him. They decided to go to prison. Uh, you know, he surrendered himself. He went back to the United States. Um, he spent a lot of time in a prison cell, but it actually was only a matter of a couple of years because he got his sentence reduced. And then perhaps the most fascinating part of the story was that the IRS passed a Whistleblower Act law, which basically said that uh, if somebody blows a whistle on this type of tax fraud scheme, a person is entitled to some compensation from the amount that is recovered. Well, the amount that he recovered was so high and substantial for U.S. tax dollars, it ended up being about $110 million that was deposited uh, directly to him so he could live comfortably for the rest of his life. Uh, he never has to work again. And he talks a lot about in his life what it was like coming back to the U.S. and deciding to go to other places. Um, you know, like I said, he's been well-traveled, traveled all over the planet, met people from all walks of life. And it is shocking um, you know, like, like I said, he, he talked about how many billions of dollars were stored away in precious gems and art and just different things like that. And he also talked a lot about, uh, you know, how many taxpayers there were. You know, there was about 19,000 people he knew of. And uh, like I said, the, it was a pretty big deal. And in the story, it reads like a courtroom drama. He lists his clients. He goes directly to, like I said, court over this and, and the U.S. government. Um, and he, like I said, he gets prison time for it, which is sort of sad, but also at the same time, you know, he's guilty of doing this for years. So my sympathy personally is for this character is that like, he kind of deserves it, but he you now should also get a, a lighter sentence because he did come forward and help. I think what happened to him is probably appropriate because although he was a hero for coming forward and saying this, he also, like I said, did participate for many years in helping Americans avoid paying taxes and should have known that that was illegal and unethical. But anyway, long story short, uh, this book basically explains why there were such drastic changes to tax laws um, in the mid-2000s after this, um, and this is partly why, uh, because so many people were found out to being discovered as, you know, avoiding paying taxes, and Bradley Birkenfield is a great reason for that. So uh, he didn't want to screw over the American taxpayers, you know, by doing this. You know, he felt, you know, like I said, a patriotic sense of duty after the mid-2000s, and he thought that he was doing the right thing. And overall, I'd say it's a great story just to know about what happened. Um, I think in the end, the character walks away into the sunset and everything seems okay. Like, yeah, he went to prison, but, you know, he got, you know, $110 million out of the settlement. So... He probably never has to work ever again in a day in his life. So that's at least something. Um, and like I said, he, he stayed in a prison, but it was a pretty, pretty white-collar-like prison. And I think that, for the most part, he knew he was untouchable. So the arrogance, a little bit of the character, does get in the way, I think, of like this patriotic sense of duty. But overall, I'm going to give this book a 4 out of 5, just because I liked it. 
It was a good story. It explained a lot about what happened, why the character had his motivations. Um, it was a very quick read, so I enjoyed it immensely. But I would just say, in the future, if you're interested in this type of stuff, you want to uh, you know, look at different options probably available. Because this guy, I just had a hard time overall enjoying his character, knowing that, like, well, you actually contributed somewhat to this, too. Anyway, that's all for today, folks. Thanks for listening. Please sure, excuse me, please be sure to share this podcast with a friend if you know anyone who's interested. And thanks again for listening.